Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait. This week, let's talk about a gene that I think is almost as consequential as the MTHFR gene, except that it is also influenced by MTHFR, so there's that. It's called PEMT. It's an amazing gene that's the cornerstone of healthy functioning, literally, of your whole body. And here's why. Your body is made of cells. You have neurons that make up your brain, your eyes, and your spinal cord, and your nervous system. Those are cells. You have muscle cells, skin cells, red blood cells, white blood cells, epithelial cells that line your digestive tract, and the cells that make up literally every organ in your body. In short, you're made of nothing but cells. 37.2 trillion of them. That's trillion with a T. Every one of these cells is encased in a membrane, and PEMT helps build those membranes. That's a really big deal. PEMT stands for phosphatidylethanolamine N-methyltransferase, and it makes phosphatidylcholine, which is the building block of all of those cell membranes. I'm hoping that in the name you noticed the N-methyltransferase bit. That means this gene is also dependent on healthy methylation to work. In fact, because building cell membranes is so important to your survival and overall health, PEMT uses approximately 70% of all of the SAMe your methylation cycle produces. That's how important this actually is. PEMT is a gene with a ton of variability and so many polymorphisms, most of which are unstudied. A quick search on 23andMe tells me that there are 57 gene SNPs indexed, and that's kind of a lot. The best way to determine if there's trouble in this gene is actually in your symptom picture, but one gene SNP in particular has been identified as being clinically relevant. Remember also that you don't have to have a polymorphism for a gene to be compromised. You can have a nutritional deficiency or an epigenetic factor. So the gene SNP that's been identified specifically as reducing the function of PEMT is the VAL175MET variation, or V175MET, or RS7946, because, you know, genetics. We don't do anything easy. So specifically, the TT allele is reduced functioning. The wild type is the CC allele, and there's also plenty of people with a mixed bag CT allele as well, myself among them. People with the TT version are more likely to have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, memory difficulty, or Alzheimer's disease, and have a higher need for choline, which is actually what this enzyme acts on. And if they don't get enough choline, they may have a higher risk of breast cancer as well. This is not by far the only PEMT gene SNP, and other factors play into function as well, including methylation. So, the most important place to look is, of course, your symptoms. 
some signs that your PEMT might be struggling. Gallbladder pain, gallstones, gallbladder sludge, or your gallbladder has had to be removed. Yeah, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, generalized pain in muscles and joints, fatty foods cause problems, your memory is weak or you've noticed it getting weaker, constipation, that's a pretty general one. You have pain, fullness, or discomfort in the upper right quadrant of your abdomen where your liver lives. Your right upper back or shoulder is always bothering you right by your shoulder blade. That's actually a gallbladder symptom. Weird, right? Brain fog, difficulty concentrating, muscle weakness, or you had gallbladder difficulty during a pregnancy. There are some risk factors for PEMT dysfunction that just put an extra load on this system. Pregnancy is one of them. So pregnancy is a time of such concentrated growth, cell replication, and hormone changes that it really does stress this symptom pretty vividly. So symptoms that show up in pregnancy are often indicative of a PEMT issue. Postmenopausal women and also men. So the real thing here is that estrogen is a promoter for the PEMT gene. And so a lot of people, actually for the PEMT enzyme, and so a lot of women with PEMT issues don't really notice them until either pregnancy or after menopause when their estrogens drop. Men don't ever have that high level of estrogen that women do, so PEMT dysfunction is more likely to show up as symptoms for men earlier on. Childhood. Let's face it, kids are generally a giant hotbed of rapidly dividing cells. That's, that's how they grow, right? All of that cell division for growth tests the limits of PEMT activity. Also, vegans or people on a carboholic diet. So the best food sources of choline, which is what the PEMT enzyme acts on, are animal-based. And vegans and people who eat mostly grain-based diets just don't get enough of it a lot of the time. They have to be very, very conscientious. Also, all of us with an MTHFR polymorphism. Meh, meh because the PEMT gene depends on a steady flow of SAMe. So us MTHFR folks can have issues, especially if we're folate deficient, B12 deficient, or otherwise not working to balance our methylation. So boosting your PEMT function. Step one, <laughs> as step one so often is on this show, is balance your methylation. You are probably so tired of hearing me say it, but it's kind of my shtick, right? Balancing your methylation will give your PEMT all of the SAMI it needs to function on a day-to-day -day basis. Without that, nothing else will work except taking phosphatidylcholine in vast quantities. Take some choline. So choline is the nutrient that PEMT acts on to create phosphatidylcholine. Boosting your choline intake through nutritional sources like eggs, liver, poultry, or beef will really help. There are some vegetarian sources, but they're a little bit lower in percentage relative to the animal sources. So if you are vegetarian or vegan, be careful to track how much choline you're actually getting in terms of the vegetarian options. Broccoli and other brassica vegetables, soy products, and chickpeas and beans and pulses are the best choices here. Choline's also available as a supplement. And if you can only do one thing for your PEMT, this is the thing to do. Take your choline. Manage your stress. So stress burns through choline and almost everything else, right, other nutrients, like a house on fire. If you can take simple steps to control your stress, then your choline levels are more likely to stay adequate. Moderate your eating. 
So one of the biggest stressors on your liver is excess food intake. And people don't really associate food with work, but food is actually an incredible amount of hard work for your body. It's one of the biggest chunks of work that your body does every day, is managing your food. That goes for everybody, not just folks struggling with PEMT. All of us should actually moderate our eating. PEMT polymorphisms can easily lead to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and so it's really important to make your life easier for your liver, kind of all the way around. (laughs) On that note, take care of your liver, right? Your liver is one of your body's sort of most dependable workhorses and kind of an undersung hero. It can be easy to forget that it's living in a difficult time for livers in general. Reduce your alcohol intake, clear some of the chemicals out of your home and your life, eat just a little bit cleaner food and a little bit less of it, and overall, try to give your liver a break. Also, the majority of methylation reactions happen in the liver, so you need this guy to be, like, functioning. If you're struggling with gallbladder issues, it's best to work with a practitioner, but there is a link to some helpful resources to get you started on your own, if the only thing your practitioner will say is get your gallbladder removed, because that's not always helpful. Thanks so much for listening today. Check out the MTHFR for Life course at courses.tohealthwiththat.com. Enrollment for the beta group is live right now. And the beta group gets a ton of information, live Q&A sessions with me, uh, and also access to the final version of the course based on their feedback. Not only that, it's 75% off the regular price. Enroll now because there are limited beta testing spots and the beta group will start on July 11th. I cannot wait to see you there. 